Now today's federal newscast, I'm Terry Wing. Who is the highest paid employee in federal government? His name is Bill Johnson, the CEO of the Tennessee Valley Authority. Last year, Johnson had a $995,000 base salary, but after a year of company cost savings, safety records, lower electric rates, and low carbon emissions, bonuses boosted Johnson's overall compensation package to nearly $5 million. Last week, however, the TVA Board of Directors gave Johnson a bump up, boosting that to $6.5 million in 2018. It says Johnson's pay is comparatively low, given the salaries of other utility companies that are not in public service. The Senate Appropriations Subcommittee on Financial Services and General Government is silent on a pay raise for federal employees. The House has also been quiet on the topic. That sets the stage for the President's request of a 1.9% pay raise for federal employees next year. FEMA has paid millions in duplicate damage claims in the wake of back-to-back -back disasters. More now from Tom Timmon in today's management report. The Homeland Security Inspector General says FEMA obligated $310 million for facilities damaged by Hurricanes Harvey and Irma. Those storms overlapped areas affected by earlier storms, such as Hurricane Matthew. Some of the Harvey and Irma money may have been granted to facilities before repairs were made from the earlier incidents. The IG urges FEMA auditors to tighten controls for avoiding duplicate payments. I'm Tom Temin. The White House has asked Congress to cancel some programs already funded in order to make available $11 billion to offset the cost of emergency disaster relief. The bulk of the reductions would come from the Energy Department's Advanced Technology Vehicle Loan Program and the Education Department's future spending on Pell Grants. Congress has already been asked for an additional $44 billion to fund relief efforts in the aftermath of this fall's hurricanes and the devastating wildfires in California. The most popular U.S. government websites have shown little improvement in the last year on key measures of security, accessibility, and performance. That according to a new report by the Information Technology and Innovation Fund. The Science and Technology Policy Think Tank reports it found 91% of the most popular sites still fail at least one key performance measure and one-third fail on at least one important security measure. The full report is due out next week. The Defense Health Agency has failed to respond in a timely manner to escalating prices on individual drugs, putting it at risk of fraudulent claims. That according to DOD's Office of Inspector General in a report made public on Monday. That report also targets the need for focusing attention and resources on behavioral health issues, including the detection and treatment for mental disorders related to long deployments and combat stress. Veterans Affairs has launched an online appointment scheduling system to help veterans access their own primary or specialty care appointments in a more convenient and intuitive way. You'll need a premium MyHealthVet account to use the online scheduling. Currently, online scheduling is available at more than 100 VA facilities and their associated community-based outpatient clinics. VA plans to make online scheduling available at nearly all VA facilities next year. GSA announces its awards for a major IT contract. The General Services Administration announces 61 winners for the Alliant II government-wide acquisition contract. The GWAC is a multiple award indefinite delivery indefinite quantity contract aimed at delivering IT services to federal agencies. The contract is worth $50 billion. GSA officials say they expect to award an additional $15 billion small business contract by the end of the calendar year. I'm Meredith Summers. Missouri Democrat Claire McGaskill has requested information from the Commerce Department and Small Business Administration on their entrepreneurial assistance programs. McGaskill wants to know how their programs differ from other agencies 
and whether they've been analyzed for duplicative frameworks. Government auditors warn there are dozens of these programs government-wide that could be very similar and also lack oversight. Find these stories on federalnewsradio.com, subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or iTunes, and follow us at Federal Newscast on Twitter.